Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, y'all. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out. Happy Monday. It was a beautiful day here in Houston, and I am trying to get a little bit of work done because I'm anticipating a busy week ahead. But I've really been thinking about just the way I handle different things in life lately. And as I grow and evolve, I think about, am I showing up as my best self? Last week, I talked about really who takes care of yourself. If we don't do it, others may not do it either. This week, I'm talking about how do we handle stress and pressure. I started with this topic during my blog session this week, and I've really been just processing it through even more. And so this week, I want to share some thoughts with you here on Strong Inside and Out. So let's get started. I was scrolling through social media the other day, and I found this cute little picture with a saying, no pressure, no diamonds. And it really caught my eye. I think about how we truly only grow when we are under pressure to make change or if we're adjusting to something that has happened to us in our lives, because so many times we fear change. And being the type of girl I am, you should realize I do love a good diamond. But it wasn't until I was out running yesterday morning, I've been trying to get myself back into runner shape to decide if I'm going to be running my annual half marathon. And I realized that this phrase really does relate to me. Now I'm going to digress a little bit and head down that rabbit hole. I don't know if I'm in runner shape yet. I took some time off from running this summer because it has been hot. And I was out there and I thought, okay, I'm going out for an hour run. I got about 30 or so minutes in and finished up my three miles. And I turned the corner and now we don't get a lot of wind in Houston, but it just so happened that a gust of wind come upon me and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need to do this. I don't even know if I'm running that half marathon this year. I could just go home, do a workout inside, be in my little posh, cool air conditioning. And then I started to think about that quote. And I started to realize I cannot give up on this. Number one, an hour long run is really for, for a runner, not that big of a deal. And number two, I stress to my people, the people in my circle, all the time. You have to have grit. You have to persevere. Don't give up when times are tough. I even say that to my clients. I say that on my social media and I say it here on this podcast. So I had to get myself right for a minute. And then I had to realize that it really does hit me in my everyday life, even the small things like running. So I stopped. I said to myself, 
you're okay, you can do this. And that the wind was just a little extra pressure that maybe was sent my way. And I was going to push on and I was going to finish that workout whether I wanted to or not. So you're probably wondering, did I finish? And I did, but that's not what this is really about. What this is really about is that when those pressures start to build up and the stress starts to happen, how do we handle it? Because sometimes, and I've been there, we can just completely avoid it and give up. And then I don't know about you, but I end up having a bunch of regret about that. And we never find the benefit of the reward of working through that uncomfortableness. It made me think about working with my own teaching staff. I had a long day with them last Thursday and it was some staff development. And we talk a lot about making sure we take care of ourselves. We talk a lot about making sure we take care of our students. But I also talk to them about how do we persevere when times are tough? Because we know teaching is very, very hard. And I can tell you, as a 27-year veteran of education, I don't know of a day that an unexpected pressure came up that I may not have been prepared for, even as the principal. It could be a child who doesn't follow the rules, a parent who thinks we have done their child wrong, or just the occasional colleague that doesn't complete a task that they were asked to do. All of that builds up and it adds the pressure almost as if it's the gust of wind coming at you on a run. These things can completely throw our day off, especially if we don't know how to handle them. And we typically don't handle them well if we're not equipped to deal with the pressure that comes along with everyday life. So I was thinking about how do we deal? And I know everybody deals a little bit different and everybody's skill set is a little bit different. And I'm not, not talking about the schoolhouse. And now I'm not talking about tra training runs. I'm talking about in real life. What are some ways that you cope with stress and pressure? So I did some research because I wanted to be sure it's not just the Sherry Dixon brain set because it can be sometimes. And I found that the CDC even has recommendations online for what you can do that could be helpful to you when you're dealing with chronic stress and pressures. Here's what I found. They gave us 10 to look at. Number one was balance your home and work. I don't know if I believe in work-life balance, but I do think it's important to attempt that. Build in regular exercise. And I will say, I always say exercise is free therapy. Eat well, limit alcohol and stimulants. And I do try to do that every single day in my world. Connect with supportive people. Now that one is interesting because who are the people in our inner circle? Are they people that support you? Are they people that you could call in a minute's notice and say, look, I'm having a tough day. I just need to talk it out. Can you be there for me? It's important to find those people. I have them. 
carve out some time for hobbies. You know, that one is one that I don't know if I do often enough and I need to be better at this. Running is a hobby for me, but it also falls into the healthy living category. Shopping is a hobby for me, which I do enjoy. I do love watching a good series or movie when I have time to binge on TV. And I do love a good book. Now, I am not one to read a book that's just this crazy romance story or love story or fictional book. I am more about self-help and learning about things and learning about people. However, that's what I love. So to me, that's a great hobby. So it's important to find that hobby. And I'm going to commit to you that I'm going to do better at that this year. But again, I digress. Let's continue on. The next one was to sleep enough. So I'm going to share a little story with you. My boyfriend recently moved in with me. And I love him. And we are meant to be. We are soulmates. It's a Hallmark story. But we have been having a little bit of an adjustment with our sleeping habits. Right now, he's making the transition from one state to another. What am I going to do for work? What am, when am I going to get up now that I'm working here or living here? And I have a big dog. And I've had that big dog for a while. And I truly believe that the dog should not be put out at night off of the bed. I just believe he should be able to live his best life. He's 11 when he's done this forever. So we have a large bed. It's a king size bed, but it's a very tall man, myself and this dog. And it can be a little hard to get the sleep we need. So this is another area I'm going to be sure that I focus on. Get enough sleep. The next one was practice meditation and yoga. And then one that, of course, I love, which is bond with your pet. I will say that dog is my therapy dog, so got to have him around. Take a vacation. And then finally, see a counselor, coach, or therapist. Now, I'm not a counselor and I'm not a therapist, but I am a life coach. And I will say that sometimes just spending time with somebody that you can share your thoughts with that has no connection to you in your personal world is awfully nice. I've had a coach. That's why I believe coaching is something that's very necessary for so many people. I'm working with a few clients right now. I'm loving it on my side. I know I'm giving them some good things to work on. We'll see how it all works out because I am fairly new to this. But I do think that if you were to ask them, what is one of the benefits of having a coach is that you can share your thoughts and work through some things that you might not work through with your spouse or your best friend. I also truly believe that as we grow, we need to find ways to persevere when times get challenging. So learning how to push through these times of uncomfortableness is hard. As humans, we never want to be uncomfortable, right? It's not a good feeling usually. But when we are able to control our uncomfortable, would it be a benefit? Let me ask you, what if you were able to put yourself in a situation that caused you to experience 
something uncomfortable so that we could practice how we would handle the uncomfortable. I know as a mom, I learned that I needed to provide my own daughter with times when she could experience what I call a productive struggle. I needed that so that she could learn how to handle these times of uncertainty and uncomfortableness and develop skills on how to manage them well in her own life. Many of us deal with unexpected or expected sometimes pressures in our day, and it's never feasible to think that they're just going to go away. However, if we know they are coming and we build our skills on how to be able to handle them and continue on in life, reaching for our goals and support each other on the challenging journey, maybe we would all handle the pressures better. Maybe we could become those diamonds that we are meant to be. Maybe it would help us build a life we love and want to wake up to each and every day. Now, I will tell you, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how you handle pressures and pressures in your lives. And I hope if this is an area that you need some extra support in, you reach out and you see how I could help you or someone you know, a counselor, therapist, other coach, etc., could help you be your best. I'm super excited to share this with you this week because I feel like as we are making these transitions back to regular life after the pandemic, as we are realizing that it's a crazy world out there, and as strong women, we know that self-help and self-development is super important. I hope that what I share in my blog or my blog and my podcast gosh, I almost forgot I had a podcast now, can be helpful to you. So feel free to reach out if you need some extra support. And as always, I thank you for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you'd enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to us. And if you know someone who would love it, let them know. And please, not only just follow me on social media, at Sherry Dixon Coaching and Consulting on Facebook or a girl and her dog 19 on Instagram, but leave me a comment. One of the things that I really want to be sure that I do is I provide my audience with the best information I possibly can. I'm not going to be one to give you a whole lot of statistics. I'm not going to be one that's going to give you a whole lot of research. But what I do want to do is make sure that I'm giving you real world examples of ways that you can be strong inside and out and live your very best life. So I hope to see you again soon and have a great week. Be your best and be strong inside and out.